0: Hey, this is Steve. You're listening to us on SoundCloud because that's where Punch Up has always been. But we recorded this on Zoom, which means you can see us if you like. And sometimes there's some fun visual jokes that happen in Punch Up. So go to our Facebook page and check us out. We're on YouTube. All right. So,
1: this is the banter part, right?
2: Is it? I don't know. Should we start bantering from here?
0: Yeah, I think uh, ban- banter would be right right about now.
2: Should I tell you how many days? Ian doesn't know how many days it's been since we've last recorded together.
0: Oh my God.
3: Ian doesn't know.
2: Um, Give many, me just one good guess, Ian. Since we last
3: recorded? Well, it's probably about uh,
2: 362. It's more than a year. It was January. More so than it
3: it's
2: 430. As of this recording, it's 435 so
3: 335 (laughs) is less than we have episodes
2: yes there you go good point yes we have 100 episodes so
0: so we figured we'd do one more (laughs) or four however this works but what's wednesday kev
2: so if we release it wednesday it'd be 437 which happens to be how many listens the florida keys episode had so well that's a real easter egg for no one that's a deep dive people want to know that
1: (laughs) Easter's been canceled, by the way, so don't worry about it.
2: Are we, <laughs> are we dwelling? Is that what we're going to do? We're just going to dwell? It doesn't help that I'm in
3: my silkies.
2: Oh, I didn't realize that. that I didn't notice nice. that. Oh, I was going to wear my
1: pajamas. Damn it. We've been twins.
2: Well, I thought we were supposed to get fancy. I thought I like. This is fancy for me. I put on a bra. Are you kidding me? Me too. That's what I'm saying. This is fancy
0: for me. <laughs>
1: We can cut that part out. Kevin, cut that part out.
0: was <laughs> yeah, a good line. Kevin's not cutting that out.
2: Oh, yeah, that's I'm not cutting. That was the beauty of this. There's no editing. We just no editing. do it, and we put it out, and we go, hey, warts and all.
1: All right, starting now. for that. it works.
0: Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Ian O'Shea. Hey, Kevin Reagan, hi Steve, and Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey Steve, hello. So uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to all of us are going to tell a story, not together. We'll do it individually, and I'm going to go first. And my story is going to be about uh, the time I was arrested for underage drinking, and maybe one other charge in there. <laughs> is this so? Yes. Is this good? Is this
3: already the worst thing that you ever did?
1: Probably. You mean the punch
2: up?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I was talking about that sweater.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ian with the first (laughs) visual joke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to be, are we going visual? Yeah, we're visual. People can see this. Oh, yeah. See you. So so my birthday is in uh, November. And that made me. November 3rd? It's November 1st. Ah. You're
3: fired.
0: I'm the fifth, I know we're close. I can never remember how many days apart. That made me very young for my grade. All my friends were older than me because back then the cutoff was December 31st. Now it's August 30th. Um, So by today's standards, I would be in the uh, grade below where I was. But so all my friends were I was. And so um, when I got to be 20 years old, soon after I turned 20, uh, a lot of my friends started turning twenty-one.
3: Were you in fifth grade by this point, or? I was,
0: no, at this point, I was at college.
3: Ah, yeah. The so things progressed nicely for you.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> From birth right to twenty—that's the timeline of this. Story. Same
3: haircut, same haircut throughout. Uh, well, did you, Am I wrong? Did you open in first grade? Uh, I
0: very op- open in first grade, and then we did a slam cut to twenty. <laughs> I open. I opened by explaining to you that the social setup for me was that all of my friends were much older than me.
2: This is like the Bible. This is like Jesus in the Bible, how there's this whole portion of his life that's missing. It's just like he's born, and then he's like 34 or something like that. I didn't make it that far. Kev, can
3: you dub dub in the rest of his story with Fred Savage's voice? (laughs) Yes.
1: I I think that's the rest of the punch-up. All the rest of the punch-ups are all the little stories in between.
3: All right, well, thanks for coming out, guys. Yeah, right, go this, back and listen, and
0: uh, I mean, this will right. come back.
2: This will make We, sense. Got, we got a lot
0: of pent-up punch-up going on. <laughs> Steve, I don't think we have time for all of us to tell a story, yeah. just you. First, <laughs> one, first one's going to be an hour. <laughs> so around the time I was ter- I turned 20, uh, not long after that, my friend started turning 21. And, uh, and then also a few of them had fake IDs, Right. So 21 year olds? What's the point? No, no, no. Like a few that weren't twenty-one.
3: So they could still so they had fake ID so they could still be altar boys.
0: They could dodge the draft. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going as I did. <laughs> didn't you miss this. <laughs> did you miss this Steve? <laughs> I have forgotten so much about how good this feels.
1: Especially the name of the podcast. It's Punch <laughs> Up.
0: So um uh, so my friends uh, were turning 21, and others had ID. I did not have ID. So they started hitting bars not long after I'd heard, uh, I had turned 20. So that was in November. So then, um, pushing into like January, February, and then and then uh, one of my college buddies turned 21, and he had had a fake ID, and so he gave it to me. And his fake ID was a fake Pennsylvania driver's license that didn't have a photo. like. The, pho- the, 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 the story was that that person was not in the country or not available at the time. And so, so it's like no photo present or something like that. What? Well, and what that, was, that flew? Well, but then you had to have a backup, right? So the, so the backup ID could be a little um, less official. You know, you
3: a
2: school ID or a Yeah,
0: exactly, right.
2: Library card so what, what,
0: what was the, the name yard. on the
2: ID? Is, was there a name?
0: Yeah, there was a name. I'm not going to say the name cuz I don't I don't think it was fake. I mean, the fir- the, the first name was Robert.
2: Okay. So say that, Robert.
0: It wasn't Steve. It
2: wasn't like you could not pull Steve. out another one of your okay. Anyway, it was Pennsylvania. On this on this fake ID it
0: just say don't worry about it. It's all good.
2: <laughs> I got this.
0: <laughs> I agree, but it worked. It started working. So this was like maybe I don't know, March of, you know, whatever. And um it was getting me into bars. All my friends were in bars. So life was good, right? So um, at that time in my life, uh, my friends and I would get shore houses down in Sea So like 10 or 12 of us would get a rent a shore house um, for the whole summer, pretty much only go down on weekends. And any weekend there was like, however many guys paid to get in or rented it, there was twice as many of them. Yeah. So, so basically- you and your rich
1: friends rented a house every summer.
0: That sounds good to
2: me. Oh, so,
1: cool! Not that's rich.
2: Cool. Not rich.
1: You rented a house, Robert.
2: The- not rich. It was Robert, Jesse. Yeah,
0: that's right, Robert, Robert. Robert. Would you say? Sorry. Would you say they were mostly white? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would take mostly out of that. Gotcha. Um, and so we would get your houses. So this that as we are approaching the summer, I was pretty excited because like. Again, all my friends—they were going to be going to the bars all the time. I had fake ID. I was covered. So um, the first weekend of that summer Memorial Day weekend, um, I—you know—we went down, and uh, I was in good shape. I had fake ID. Uh, went to the bar. Went to the Springfield. Uh, probably went to a couple of other bars, but ended up at the Springfield. We always ended up. That was up your place.
2: place. Yeah, the Springfield The, place.
0: the Springfield yeah. Inn on Baltimore Pike. No, 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 down in uh, Seattle. Oh, down in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. okay. Seahawks and Pleasure. It's, yeah, it's the Springfield Inn, but it's in Seattle, not in Springfield. <laughs> so um, uh, we were, you know, I was pretty excited, you know, got out of the gates pretty hard that night.
3: You, did, you, did you dress up for the, for the role or did you play cool and like, like you, did you put on like a shirt, a shirt, like a collared
0: shirt? Yeah, how's Robert dressed? Is he an official fella? Real Robert Robert just wore a t-shirt and, and shorts and Robert's a fucking slob. Let's just be honest he was well, a... trying to be
2: before like he's been there before
0: he's trying to blend in exactly yeah. he's been there
3: before
1: So did your friends call you were you Robert or Rob or Bobby or Bobby
2: Rob? Bobby he's a Bobby that only that only mattered like at the
0: threshold of the bar door.
2: Yeah, yeah but you have to do it you have to lay down the groundwork
0: like it would be guys it's Bobby it's Bobby don't just it's bobby until we're inside i never thought about that i did have a i did i did have a s- sort of a story like in case they asked me well wh- why weren't you there for your photo i was gonna say i was studying abroad where yes it, it was gonna be england okay what were and you that, studying what, what 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 were you studying that's it that was the- no, no no no
2: they're gonna ask this are you a Rhodes scholar i mean give me it i need to know I'm,
0: I i did not I was not unbelievable. Equipped. I didn't know even why. Did you meet the queen? Hmm? Did you meet the queen? <laughs> Are you a Windsor? Is it Robert Windsor? <laughs> so, um, so that night, it's Friday night, very first weekend of the summer. Uh, wrapping up the evening, you know, probably pushing 2am, whatever time it was. And uh, me and me and my buddy, uh, one of my buddies started to walk home. Now, the, the short oh, house. So you got in. Oh, I got in. Yeah, I, okay. yeah never. mind. Wonderful night. Yeah. Just, I mean, it was a great night. And just like this summer is going to be awesome. I mean, I have ID. I'm going to be in bars all the time. We've been waiting for this. Meet some girls. <clears throat> right. Things are once really going to turn around for me. Once the summer gets started, you'll meet some girls. The summer once- of Bob. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby, it's Bobby. Oh, Bobby, baby. I, I like Bobby. Yeah, Bobby was, the root. It was Bobby style. until those girls got in the picture. You know, Bobby and, Windsor. Then Bobby became a Bob. Yeah. Well, Bobby had studied in England, so he was going to do just fine.
1: Bobby Windsor with the ladies.
0: Were you a policeman
1: when you were in England?
0: A
2: Bobby. Good, good call.
1: Oh, okay. Bobby the Bobby. Nah. That's usually
2: Kevin's style, okay, Ian. Okay. <laughs> with the tipping of the hat or shitty jokes? Which one? It's shitty jokes. Okay.
0: Um, so the Shore House, we were probably about 15 blocks from the bar. Like it was a, it was a good walk. And uh, me and my buddy just went for the walk. So we started hitchhiking. Um, and we weren't getting any takers. Nobody was stopping for
1: us. Uh, to be a young man in the '70s again. Uh.
0: <laughs> in the '70s. <laughs> it was 1987, Jess.
1: Okay. Well you can tell us whatever year you like. We can't uh,
0: tell
2: what them. was what was the what was on the radio? Ian, I'm picking up for you, buddy. <laughs> what kind of music are we talking about? What is that, Paul Abdul? Eighty seven? Awesome. That's strong cougar melon camp. Oh, you're right. Pink Pink Houses? Pink Houses. 87?
3: 87. You, you like boss. Pink Houses in M T V like that summer was probably the, the Pink House giveaway, or you could yeah. like stay at the Pink House. Yeah. Eighty seven.
2: Absolutely. I remember
3: that.
0: Yeah. Chief when was Who's the boss. When was Guns N' Roses? When did they burst onto the scene? Ninety-one? Yeah. Ninety? No, way before that. Really? Appetite for
2: Destruction? Yeah, uh, dude, yeah. 89 then. 89 of the absolute no- 88,
3: gross. 89, yeah. Like yeah, that would be like my freshman year of high school.
2: Oh shit. Steve's got it wrong, don't ya? This is an Ian story. I expect this from Ian. What is going <laughs> on? Get your details. <laughs> I did want to hear, I did want to hear, go back, just
3: hear how you got into the bar. Like, did you play it cool? Like, you didn't even have your wallet and ID out and you're just like, get to the front of the line, like just walking in, cause you dip in there a million times. And it's like, whoa, 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 ID. And you're like, oh, oh, oh,
2: well, thank you. <laughs> Guys, I, I apologize. I looked it up, Appetite for Destruction, 1987.
0: Nice. Why go against the guy whose
2: name is on the show?
0: <clears throat> so- go against the guy who lived it. Ian, I, uh, everybody got carded. Like it didn't matter. At right. had it out. Like it was just a, you just had your like, stuff ready to go. Like yep. really
3: Wonka's factory, and It's like, there you go. Pay your three bucks or whatever. You, did you try and make small talk or eye contact or no eye contact? <laughs> like like hey, mine was always,
0: you were just, if the bouncer's there, you're just looking in the bar. Like like somebody talked to you or like somebody
3: yeah. was waving at you in the background. Like, yeah. Is that Melissa?
0: You're right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, um, we're hitchhiking and uh, not getting any takers. They're so we're not I, hitchhiking. I become a little more aggressive in my uh, attempt to solicit a ride, yeah. maybe like- How many Coors Lights you working on? Maybe, oh, I don't know. There was a lot, and it was Coors Light. It was either Miller Light or Coors Light we were drinking Ugh. at the Springfield, yeah. yeah. Um, So maybe I'm like yelling at cars and waving, Creating a little bit of a scene.
1: Can you demonstrate for us, since we have cameras now? I mean... Could you get up and, like... Yeah, give us the whole thing.
0: Milk a cow
2: like Ian. I'm not... I'm not getting up. Okay.
3: What's wrong with that guy?
2: He's not wearing pants. And Robert's not
0: wearing any pants. (laughs) (laughs) So I... uh, My my buddy, at one point, goes off... like run around the side of the building and relieve himself. He can't hold him there.
1: Well, you've been drinking yellow water for hours, so yeah. For
0: hours. So right then, all of a sudden, sudden, seemingly out of nowhere, a cop car just comes barreling down, right? And screeches to a halt, and this cop jumps out. As if like they were coming in hot for you guys? Yeah. Uh Oh, wow. And he's coming right at me. So I I'm like, oh, uh, Okay, and I take off. So I, Ooh. wise, wise move.
1: That's the Windsor in you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. In England, we run. You
1: just run. They don't have guns. What are
0: they gonna do? Anything to do. So I get about half a block. I'm kind of peeling around a building, and all of a sudden, something tells me this is silly. Uh. He seems like a reasonable guy. I can talk my way out of this. (laughs) Especially now. Especially now. (laughs) Robert can talk his way out of this. (laughs) So I stop and I turn around. Now, uh, back in 1987, uh, I was rocking some really big glasses. Now I have- You were?
2: Oh, uh, Oh, I'm thinking sunglasses. Glasses, glasses. I gotcha, okay.
0: Corrective lenses. Yeah, I hear ya. Humongous glasses. And but guys? I need them desperately. Mm-hmm. No good without them. Um,
1: Think Annie Potts in Ghostbusters.
0: Yes. Like correct. that big. Correct.
1: Yeah. We all had them in the 70s. So,
0: all of them. So I stop and I turn around and <laughs> it was a sprint. I got 12 Coors lights in sprint. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy comes whipping around a building.
2: Gun drawn in the
0: car? Like he was still in the car? No, he running. was running.
2: He was running. Ooh. He a gun, gun drawn or a uh, uh, nightstick? Anything? Uh, yeah. Billy, Club. A Billy
0: Club. It's a Billy Club. What's that? It's a Billy Club.
2: Oh, that's right, the, the Robert <laughs> Windsor.
0: Now do your English accent.
1: <laughs> I ain't got time for no English accent.
0: So, um, he does not stop, and he just levels me, takes me down. You wow. stopped and turned. I yeah, stopped and turned It was just like, you know, like, <laughs> excuse me. Well, you <laughs>
2: weren't walking back to him. You just stopped and turned. I don't have. I, was... my, I
3: need
0: my. I need my. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I turned, I wasn't walking back to so him. I was just like, again, I was like, he will get me. This sure is dumb. <laughs> yeah. I get leveled. <laughs> knocks me down and my glasses go sailing off my head. Oh, shit. Oh. And they can do damage, those this, things. This guy was pumped to know. Oh, yeah. He just pissed, you know, like stupid kids running. So he cuffs me and throws me in the car. And wow. it, in the back of the car, there's two other, oh no, dudes. You know? not your
2: buddy, not your buddy who was taking a whiz. Didn't
0: yeah. know them. Yeah,
2: didn't know them. Um, also, uh, <laughs> a royalty in the back of that yeah. top car, I would imagine. Not, yeah. not only did you not know them,
3: not only did you not know them, but you made one of them sit, bitch. <laughs>
2: Robert, Winds,
1: Robert Windsor here. Would you mind hooching over to this hump, please? I'd like yes. to sit by the window.
2: No, hold on, wait. I know, Steve. Did they make you sit in the middle? Did you get in and they're like, get in the middle? I don't <laughs> think about
0: it. You sit in the middle. You, I don't think there was I, middle. I don't think there was a jostling of. Did you think it was your friend because you couldn't see? No, no, I knew it wasn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, did they cuff you? Did they? cuff you? <laughs> did they cuff you behind or in front, Steve? Behind. Yeah, man. Oh man. Deal. How many of us are in here?
1: it's it's mr magoo in the back of a police car oh my god
0: so um i'm thinking all right well i'll just stay in character and i'll just be robert and my character (laughs) my fake id i'll just be rob continue to be robert and i'm not gonna get the fine robert will yeah robert will good luck getting it guy dying in nam so <laughs>
2: <laughs> too, too too bad you you had all your other id
3: in your wallet as well right no no i was i was smart enough to leave that back nice
0: <laughs> all right okay. um, so it's premeditated so we get to the police station and he brings me in and they sit me down and he's like i'm trying to sell him that i'm robert and he's getting more and more pissed
2: Robert has a rap sheet
0: so long.
3: <laughs> you're call the Robert, FBI. You're Robert Rodriguez.
0: <laughs> yes, I am, sir. Tamale King of Guadalajara. And I would like my phone call. So he, um, he gets tired of this dance because the ID was probably not a real ID and he probably knew it right away. And so he just throws me back in the, in the, a cell, right? It's a little cell and leaves. So you mean he didn't stay with you? Re- <laughs> read you yeah. <laughs> Pulled up a chair, <laughs> talk to me through the bars. I can um, tell this is your first night here. We- it's going to be brutal. So um, next thing I know, I wake up, it's the next morning. I'm on like a friggin' hard, like a, like a butcher block. Like oh my wood. God,
1: you spent a, a night in the drunk tank.
0: Spent on the drunk tank.
3: But you were drunk enough that you just kind of passed out? Like, yeah, just- I just
0: kind of laid down to like maybe reassess some things and <laughs> yep. So I wake up the next morning. And uh, this guy, the, another cop at that point, another police officer comes in. Super nice guy, real kind of chill. It was like, "Hey, all right, you're awake. Want to tell us who you are now?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's Tony." Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it just poured out of me. <laughs> so he says, uh, "All right, let's uh, let's go call your parents." That was like, ooh. Okay, so he he kicked off the call. He called them, um, quickly explained things, and then handed the phone to me. How, how old were you? Because you're a legal adult. He I was, I was should, 20.
1: Yeah, he shouldn't be calling your parents. You're a legal adult. You're just going to big boy jail.
0: I I, I mean, I don't know. He was probably, I guess he was doing me a favor. Yeah, yeah. this is 1987. Yeah, there yeah. Were no, there were no laws. Right, right. So, uh, calls my parents. It's my dad. He's pretty. He was pretty even. Didn't freak out. Um, Probably didn't realize you were gone. <laughs> right, right. He was more upset I was coming back.
3: <laughs>
0: he didn't expect me back till Monday. Who is this Gary character? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he uh, he. Told my mom, like, you know, he was like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll have to come down and get you. And then, like, before we, before we hung up, I was like, uh, Dad, if I might impose, um, could you get my spare glasses from my dresser? Because I couldn't see a friggin thing, man. I, I could yeah. not see. Um, <clears throat> so they did. They came down and got me. And uh, it was just... Put putting put my glasses back on and seeing my mom's face was just like, oh boy,
3: that was rough. Good thing is she couldn't see your face. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: could not. <laughs> she could not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, I uh, had to pay a fine. I think my, my uncle was in local politics down there and he- um, Nice. He helped hook us up with a lawyer and they were you know, get me on like three things and I got it down to Was won. it mostly the running? I had to play a fine. Yeah, yeah. That's run. what that's what pissed them off.
2: You know, running really? while out of shape? Is that a charge? Hey, yeah. Is that
0: a misdemeanor or a felony? He was twenty. He he could have run all day. Yeah, I think he was in pretty decent shape at twenty. Played a lot of basketball back then.
2: Yeah.
1: Well he lied he lied about who he was. Yeah, they don't like that. And he was publicly drunk, and then he ran. Like, it's, like they get mad at all that stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's the shore in the eighty. I mean, they, they were they're bored, and you know, I mean, the way they came in hot, like unless, no, I mean, yeah. just, was well, yeah, well, you know, yeah, hitchhiking. Yeah, well, they got
0: to send a message early too. This is Memorial Day weekend, you know? right?
3: Yeah, I mean, tell your friends Seattle's closed,
1: to assholes. <laughs> especially, you, especially you British assholes.
2: What happened to your buddy? buddy. Was your buddy like
0: nothing? No, they didn't even see him. He was around the corner taking a a leak. And so then, uh, yeah, that was it. I didn't, you know, that summer was no bars. No bars that summer. I got, they kept my ID obviously. And yeah, I had one other friend who wasn't 21 and we'd go down the shore with the rest of them later in the summer. I had to lay low for a good month. My parents were pretty upset. Um, when we would go down the shore and just like party with people and then they'd all go to the bars we would just hang out.
2: You guys would be like, hey, you want to get Dippin' Dots? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Next stop. Uh, yeah, ah. cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
3: Cheers. That was fun. We didn't rust off.
2: Yeah. What are you guys drinking out of? I still got my S glass I stole way back when from Steve. You
3: see that? Oh, I, I gave it back. I gave all my S
0: glasses back.
2: This isn't a stolen one. This well, was I a stole sleep. one.
0: I have some water in an S glass here.
2: That's... Yeah. We traded because I gave you one of my K glasses.
3: Mm. So.
0: Yeah, and I was okay with that.
3: Let me, let me. In fact, let me get a little more beer.
0: It'll only right. take twenty minutes. Yep. Yeah, see you me. later. All right, next up, we have uh, Jesse Prizendorfer. Jesse, thanks for being here tonight. Hey, sure.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve. Take it uh, away. This, this is a story about how Reader's Digest probably saved my life. Um, um, so uh, the year is 1983. Uh, this is a story from my diary. Yeah. 1983. So you're 40 uh, years old. <laughs> I am negative 10, but thanks anyway. Um, That's amazing. So I was in college. Uh, I was uh, not going to say how old I was, but I went to Penn State. I grew up in the Poconos, and it was uh, a Friday <clears throat> in February. I mean, it's, it's not hard
0: hair. to figure out how old you are if you're in college, right? It's like within four years. Yeah. You'd be like Doogie Hauser. You don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: How, well, feathered, I know. how feathered was your hair?
1: Um, how feathered? It wasn't feathered, it was permed. Perm. We're doing perms. I, yeah. I, I long
2: see a photo of that.
1: This long? Uh there are photos. If you scroll through my Facebook feed, there are some photos of me with kind of longish hair.
2: I'm gonna pull um, those and put them on the punch up Facebook.
1: Uh good luck. Um you have to scroll pretty far back.
2: You don't um, understand how much I can scroll. <laughs> <laughs> He's quarantined, Jess. Oh, right, right. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? You know, um, so, uh,
1: so it was finals week cause Penn state was on, I went to Penn state and they were on trimesters. So our, we had 10 week, uh, terms and then there were two weeks of finals or two week break. And then, uh, so anyway, so this happened the first week of February, it was finals week. I had a final on Friday and, uh, my mom's birthday was coming up. So I was going to drive home to see her for her birthday after my final on Friday afternoon.
2: You're at main campus. So you're going to drive from Altoona to the Poconos.
1: I was going to drive from university park. Okay. In the center of the state. What route
0: route 80. Thank you. Uh, solid so route, solid <laughs> route. Solid, solid route. Proves uh, About what two, two hours are we talking about, uh, three hours, three, oh. three
1: hours, uh, 154 miles cars were slower. Uh, what
3: cars were slower.
1: Cars were cars were well they were slower but also the speed limit was 65 back then so we could go as fast as we wanted.
2: Drinking age was 14.
1: Drinking age there was no drinking age. Uh, we made our own. It was mead.
2: prohibition. It was during prohibition. There was no drinking. Whatever you get your hands on.
1: Yeah, we made our own mead and grog in the uh, <clears throat> downstairs. I don't even know. Anyway, so this is when the
3: Poconos were still Mexican territory.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Sure. <laughs> yep. Um, sure. Uh, so I haven't, see, I haven't seen people for 14 days. I, I, I feel you. Uh, I'm trying not to put my glasses on anyway. So I, earlier in the week I had taken my GREs cause I was going to go to graduate school. Um, I had a final on Friday in my sociology class and I really cared about this final because I had a crush on one of the girls in the class. Um, Her name was Eileen, and uh, that song "Come On Eileen" was very big right then. So it was like always a reminder uh, of her every time I heard that song. So
3: that song holds up too.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, come on Eileen. Like come on. Like like, whatever. Come on. Point. Um. So uh. So Friday dawns uh, overcast and dark and. Mm -hmm. There's a snowstorm on the forecast. It's my mom's birthday though. So I am hell bent on getting home.
0: Your mom's birthday is that day, not the next day.
1: No, it's, it's around then. Uh, It was either the day before or the going to be the day after or the week before the week after it was around (laughs) then.
2: But I think it's important to note. I just found the photo and downloaded it before you scrub your Facebook
0: account, but please keep going. (laughs) Great job, Kev. You got (laughs) it. Good to know.
1: I hope it's the one where I'm wearing white overalls. It 100% is. That is exactly the one. And holding a Guys and Dolls album on my lap.
2: I thought it was a cake. I thought you had a cake. But maybe. Oh, maybe a
1: cake. Anyway, um, uh, you get me, Kevin. You get yeah, me. Yeah, it is Guys and
2: Dolls. Good for you.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's only about four of those pictures that are out there, and I, I, I have to remember to scrub my feet. I was, I was listening the whole time. But if
2: you're watching the video and I'm like this, that's what I was doing. Please go back. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Get into so,
1: it. So I'm sitting in my final exam, and uh, Eileen is there, and uh, we're talking real quick before the exam, and then when the exam is over, she wants to go out for a sticky bun, and I can't because it's snowing, and I'm like, oh. well, ah. Uh, but I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Right. I just liked her. Um, she was gay. She told me that she was gay, um, but I'm not.
0: What, what, so Was there a possibility there?
1: Probably, but it was the final exam for a class that we'd been in for a whole term. And she asked me for a sticky bun and I said, no. So
2: A lot of calories in a sticky bun. I get it.
1: <laughs> I wanted to get home for my mom's birthday. Great so, choice. Yeah, that's twisted. Anyway, um, so it's snow and, and it's snowing and I didn't want to wait too long. So, uh, so I get back to my dorm and I'm packing up my stuff and it starts snowing really hard. So back in the day, we used to communicate with our parents on long distance by the number of rings. You know, you would call their house and let it ring once or twice or three times. If I, if I rang their phone once, they were to call me back. Um, I I called them the night before and said, I'm gonna ring the phone twice when I leave my dorm. Don't call me back. And then they knew that I was leaving. So I rang the phone twice after I'd packed up my car.
2: Was 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 there a reason for that, Jesse? Like you, you don't have to pay
0: the bill. You don't have okay. to pay the call. Okay. You, don't,
1: that, hey, you that, don't have to pay the it's long distance. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, twelve cents a minute or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So, so they knew if if there were, if they were expecting you home, and there were two rings, I'm
2: sorry. We're interrupting Ian Shuffleboard match. Apparently, I'm not. Sure. I have
3: to move something to put my leg up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, go, Steve, please proceed with your joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, I was
3: I, I I just heard that you and your parents have an intricate set of rings, like a drug cartel.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah we did. We did. Uh, that's where they got it from, me and my parents. Um, so I what, Were there other.
0: So once call me back, twice.
1: Was there a signal? Like the day before I called them or I rung them once, they'd call me back. And I said, all right, I'm leaving tomorrow afternoon around four o'clock. I will ring you twice when I'm leaving. Count three hours and I'll walk in the door.
0: Were so there I, any other ring sequences that we should know about? Codes. Like did six Only or seven? Those, did six like, or seven rings mean please pick up the phone? <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> we, we
1: need to talk. Fifteen, twenty rings was—they're uh, not home. I figured that out. So, oh. uh, okay. no, it just—you would call them once. You'd ring once. They'd call you back, and then you'd set up whatever elaborate system you wanted for whenever you wanted.
3: So your parents could never pick up on anyone until at least the third ring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: leave it we go. Just,
1: Back in the day, the it's phone. Just, I get it. The phone wasn't always just right here. Like right. you didn't have to get up and get there. So by the sure. time they got close to the phone, it would have stopped ringing, and they would have said, "Okay, we it, it was one ring. It's Jess. Call her back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. so yeah. we arranged. So I called them twice, and instead of, like strangely, they called me right back, and they said, "It's really snowing hard here. You can't." You can't come tonight. No. It's snowing too hard. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm from the Poconos and snow doesn't scare me. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's a
0: serious breach of protocol. Mm-hmm. They, they meant business. Don't come here.
1: Yeah, they, they said, don't, you know, it's snowing far too hard. Don't, don't, yeah. don't even think about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
2: Jess, what was that? <laughs> was that an animal? Cat? Is it a cat?
1: Uh. We have an automatic feeder and okay. one of our cats, the lesser bright one has decided that he's gonna knock on it yeah. for about 12 hours until it actually dispenses food. Mm. So I just threw my slipper at him. So, so more
3: importantly, did you tell your parents, I have to come, I just turned a girl down for C- Cinnabon? <laughs>
1: yeah. Eileen. 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 They, they said, you, you can't come. And I said, well, I'm, I'm gonna leave in about 10 minutes. I have to throw all of my laundry in the car and then I'm going to leave. So they weren't happy, but they said, fine, whatever. We'll see when you get home. So I throw all my laundry in the car and it's a giant bag of laundry and a whole laundry basket because my mom loved doing my laundry for me. Good mom. What's the car you're driving? A Chevrolet Monza. Not a Mazda. It's a Monza. Monza? Monza. It was a two-door. It was a coupe. And it was automatic i'm um, sorry it was a stick shift so it was a great car uh it was a really great car um i drove it for years after this uh so uh i'm driving the car home and the, once you get on the highway once i got on the highway it's a straight shot pretty much almost <laughs> minutes. um but across this the, route 80 goes from New York city to San Francisco. So it's a really long route. All the truckers take it. It goes through Wyoming. Um, it's a, it's a, a gorgeous stretch of highway across Pennsylvania. It is desolate. It is dark and, and then desolate. And I've said that twice. Cause that's the only word that perfectly describes desolate. it. There are no streetlights. There are no highway lights. Unless you're near an exit, like there's there's no lights at all. So, I'm driving on this road, and it's the snow's coming down, and it's harder and harder and harder. And about two hours into my trip, I'm at I'm at like Blakesley. So I'm like still an hour away from home. Yeah, Blakesley. And it's um flat, but I'm at the top of the Pocono Mountains, like literally the top of the Poconos. So the snow is, the the highway is now one lane. The right lane with two tire tracks and you can't even see the left lane and the tire tracks are filled with snow. So it's basically uh snow tracks. It's just, it's just, I'm driving on snow, but yeah. there's no other cars around. So I'm not in any danger. So I'm just going kind of slow. Um, and then I see these lights behind me and okay, great. There's lights behind me. There's another soul out on this desolate do have, do road. Have, do, you have,
3: do you have like music on or are you like white knuckling it?
1: I probably had music on to start. I probably had uh, a cassette tape in because it was a fancy enough car that I had a cassette player. Nice. Um, because in the, the radio stations that you got between East Stroudsburg and uh. Penn State are not existent.
2: And it's religious, right? It's all religion stuff.
1: It wasn't then. Back no. then it was just God. static. You could sometimes get a Scranton radio station. Yeah. And sometimes Allentown but mostly AM radio was great but that was all like New York stations and not not great. Um
0: So Jess, were you scared
1: at this point? Not yet. Not yet. Um I was I was 21. Like I was invincible nothing
2: scared. You. Nothing's yeah. going to
1: happen. Nothing's going to happen.
2: Um including well, Cinnabons with Eileen. Nothing. Oh, well
1: nothing nothing that was that was scary cuz she was really cute. So that was really scary. Um she had a great sense of humor. Um, anyway, so I'm driving and this this thing is behind me in these two lights, and it gets closer and closer and closer, and I realize it's a truck. It's like an eighteen wheeler. And that's great, because they're gonna, you know, he's gonna clear the road and and he's, sh- like, he's
0: gonna draft off you.
1: I'm gonna well he's not I'm gonna draft off him, which is the idea. Oh. So he gets close enough behind me and I realize that he's going really much faster than I am.
0: But his truck is That would explain heavy. why he's gaining on
1: you. Yeah. He's, his, it, his truck is super heavy, and I have like a light car. and um, So he, he's in the right lane behind me, so he's in these tire tracks that we've carved out. And then he pulls into the left lane as he gets up to right behind me, and he goes past me. And as he goes past me, he sends up this wall of snow yeah. that completely covers my car and pushes my car off the road. And now I'm in a ditch, oh, wow. and I and I realized that it, like I can't see anything. So I get out of the car. Oh, I li- I left it running. I get out of the car and I. So like,
3: in an instant, your, your 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 car is stopped suddenly in a ditch. You you've run off the road and you're smashed your car, or you just it just stopped. I, did. no. I
1: didn't smash the car. It just like the the wall of <clears> snow, <throat> snow came up and I couldn't see where forward was. So I. Came to a stop without sliding because I didn't want to slide, and I and I was I got out of the car and I was off the road. So, I my dad used to get Reader's Digest magazines when I was a kid, and Reader's Digest uh, was this uh, thin little uh, square thing you could stick in your back pocket, and there were thirty stories in it, one for every day of the month, and the stories I liked best were stories of survival, like survival stories. And I knew that I should keep my tailpipe clear. Um, so I cleared out, I dug out all the snow around my tailpipe. From that very
0: Reader's Digest that you had in, with you?
1: I didn't have one with me, but I just remember all the stories. And I know they say, stay with your car. Don't let your tailpipe get clogged up with snow because the carbon monoxide would leak in your car and kill right. you. Um, and uh, you can cover yourself in clothes. Like I had all those, those dirty clothes with yeah. me. So I opened the trunk And I got all my dirty clothes and I brought them into the front seat with me. And I uh, got back in the front seat of the car and I realized I had still had like half a tank of gas, which meant that I could turn the car on once in a while to get it warm because otherwise I was going to freeze to death. Um, And now I got scared because then it's like eight o'clock at night and my parents didn't know where I was. They just knew that I was on this 140 mile stretch between State College and East Stroudsburg. They had no idea. In nasty snow. And, and horrible snow. Nobody's coming out looking for anybody.
2: No, no other cars driving by?
1: No, no other cars. And I realized that it was already 8 o'clock. Like I was already supposed to have been at my parents' house, and I was still 30 to 45 minutes away. Like I was still way far away. I've been going way slow.
0: So There's no way to send them one ring. Yeah.
1: No, no rings. No rings. Um, so I cleared the tailpipe, and I got all my laundry out. And I'm sitting in my car, and I turned it off, and it got really cold really fast. And I thought, I can't spend the night in this car. I can't spend the night in this car. And I got out of the car, and I looked up the highway and down the highway, and I didn't see anything. It was pitch black, except for this snow just driving, driving, driving down. And I got back in the car, and I turned it on for another five minutes till it got warm, and I turned it off, and I got cold again, and I got out of the car, and I saw in the very, 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 very distance, just the lightest hint of of light. And I thought, well, I know I'm close to Tannersville. It's where Camelback is. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I'm close to, I hadn't passed that exit yet. So maybe that's the Tannersville exit. And in my head, Reader's Digest is saying, don't leave your vehicle, don't leave your vehicle. They won't see you because they're gonna check vehicles, the plows that come through, they'll check vehicles to see if there's anybody in there but my car was white. So nobody's going to see this car. Nobody's going to see this car in a ditch forever.
3: And it's in a ditch buried in snow,
1: buried in snow. It's like a wall of a wall of snow. It covered this car. Um, So I, I break all the rules and I cover myself in as many dirty clothes as I can. I put my coat back on and I start walking towards the light and I get to the light and I see that it's, it's just a highway marker. It's just one of those big, giant green signs. It says Tannersville, one and a half miles. And I'm like, Ugh. oh, my God, I, I'll never make it. So I start walking back to my car thinking, well, I'm going to have to hunker down in my car for the night. I got I to gotta stay in my car and figure out how this is going to work. And I get back close to my car, and I see two lights in the distance, back down way far away, obviously, like, coming towards me. So I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting by the side of the car and the car pulls up and it's a state trooper and he rolls down his window because he has to lean across and roll his window down. He says, yeah, are yeah. you, are you stuck? And I said, I just got blown off the road by a truck.
0: You're made said, of clothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I looked like, Do you normally
0: <laughs> smell this bad?
1: <laughs> I look like Joey and friends. Could I be wearing any more clothes? So I said, yeah, I just got blown off the road. He said, get in, and open." he opens the back door, and there's two people in the front seat and already three people in the back seat.
2: Oh, he's collecting uh, people who have been...
1: He, he's collecting people. Yeah. So I have to crawl in the back seat, and I'm laying across three people in the back seat. Um, Any chicks? I. Uh, lot,
0: Was Eileen in
1: there? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of clothes between me and anybody else. Yeah
0: dirty clothes
3: when, you, dirty when you're clothes. getting in you're like hey everybody i'm straight don't worry about it
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
0: aren't guys great <laughs> i wish oh, there was, an- oh, was a. oh good you're all guys they're <laughs> <laughs> all real hot i'm attracted to everybody here <laughs> including the police officer <laughs> well he must have thought we were a bunch
1: of idiots driving around he's like <laughs> where are you going i said it's my mom's birthday and i'm coming home from penn state
0: in a couple I days like, oh. Yeah. I think, or it might've been two days ago.
3: I don't know. I
1: don't know.
3: It's around here. It's around this time of year. It's around
1: this time. And I really wanted to see my mom. So, uh, so he's like, well, I, I'm going to take you guys off the road and then I got to get back on. Cause he's got chains on his tires. Like he's just driving up and down the road. Yeah. Picking up idiots.
2: Right.
1: So we go a mile and a half down the road. We get off at, uh, at the Tannersville exit and there's a diner there, and he drops us all at the diner and I borrow money from the waitress because I have not a cent in my pocket mm. um, and you order one lonely sticky bun <laughs> oh I get i I use it I use a dime and I call my aunt who lives in the area and she comes and picks me up and takes me back to her house Did
3: she let it ring fourteen times <laughs>
1: <laughs> she just picked up and just hello and I said I, Carol Sue, it's, it's Jess. I'm at the Tannersville Diner. She's like, what are you doing there? I said, I got stuck on the highway. Can you call mom and dad, please, and let them know that I'm here? I'm going to be here all night. Dad can come and get me in the morning. And she said, we're going to come and get you. But I'll call your folks.
2: So they I'm just let like it ring twice. My parents,
3: eight, eight rings mean I'm in danger, but I've been saved by a highway patrolman. And I'm wearing <laughs> Not, most of my clothes. Nine
2: means I have hypothermia. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm with a relative. Yeah.
1: So um, so we she, you know, uh, she said, "Order something hot to, to, to eat, and I'll, we'll be right out there to get you." And she showed up, and they sat down with me at the diner, and uh, my folks weren't mad. They were really super worried, of course, so yeah. um, uh, if not for Reader's Digest, I probably would have died that night. Yeah. The next day, uh, my dad came, to, came and picked me up and took me home, and then the following day. Uh, My brother-in-law and I went out and, oh, Reader's Digest did tell me one thing. I made a note, a mental note of the mile marker where I was. So we were able to get back to the car because I knew it was between whatever those two mile markers were.
0: Was (laughs) it covered in snow?
1: Completely covered in snow. And the snow was like gray and disgusting because it had been plowed on by then. Sure. The plows had gone down Route 80 and just thrown up all of the ice and snow and everything. It took us like two hours to dig it out. How did your perm hold up? Perm was great.
2: Yeah, I mean. They're perms. Oh my Oh, there it is. Oh, Oh.
1: yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. That. Were you wearing those white overalls in the snow? Because they're never going to find you.
1: They were a special occasion (laughs) pair of overalls, so no.
3: That's amazing at that age that you already looked like an (laughs) ant.
0: Uh, all right. Thanks, Jess. And uh, next up, we have Kevin Reagan. Kevin, you are the next storyteller. Take it. Ooh, thank you, guys. Uh, so, my
2: story is about a birthday party for a neighbor of mine named Don Deal. And uh, Don was a year younger than I was. He went to school with my brother. We went to grade school together. We all rode the bus together and we lived, you know, seven, eight houses away. Catholic school. Catholic school. Yep. St. Simon and Jude and uh, pre asbestos removal. We were there when they still had asbestos. I remember when they removed it one summer and actually it may have been around this summer. So um, I looked, I, I talked to my mom today cause I was trying to pinpoint the exact date. I was talking to Steve about it and I couldn't pinpoint the exact date, but Don's birthday is in August and this was probably 19, 19- Eighty-seven or nineteen eighty-eight. That would be my oh. guess.
0: Guns so, N' Roses, as we know, had released their album.
2: Yes, yeah, Guns N' Roses was out. Huge uh, hit.
0: They were a yeah. huge hit by this point. It, it
2: is possible. We didn't get the exact timing of it, but it's possible that as I'm at this party, Steve is in a holding cell. <laughs> it is very possible. Uh, I don't know. Was that August? That was early summer, right? No, it was late May. All right. Well, you were not in a bar then, because this was. Post that No. Well, like, still laying
3: low. We could yeah. certainly be sure that men at work was putting in solid work. Oh, without a doubt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt.
2: Men without so, hats. Men without hats. All the men. All the all men, men were. Yeah. It was raining. Men. All of it. Durant, so, Durant. Um, I. My recollection of the day was my mom and dad were somewhere. They were not home, so we couldn't leave and go home. That's and a clue. Yeah, you know, well, it's a clue I tried to use to jog my mom's memory. And I thought they were at a wedding. And she was like, no, it was definitely not a wedding. She, knew, she knows this story. And um, I, we could not pinpoint exactly when. And so I'm going to say 87, 88, just because of some of the things that took place. So, um, you know, I grew up with this kid, really good kid. One of those people that just like everybody loved, very great sense of humor. Um, he passed away a handful of years ago. But at the time, he, I mean, like just a really interesting guy. If you had a video camera, he was like, let's make a movie that, that, you know, just really inventive, fun kid. So for his birthday, it was, if it was 87, I would have been about 12 and he would have been about 11 and that kind of fits (laughs) with where this story was. And his mom had a nice little birthday party for him. Again, my brother was in his grade, so they were a little bit closer. We're all hanging out, really good time.
0: So you're invited to the party too, though?
2: Yeah, yeah. We were friends. We were all friends, neighborhood friends, you know, neighborhood kids, uh, probably other kids from the neighborhood. My older brother was three years older, so he didn't really hang out with us, so he wasn't. Had this this guy later
0: smashed mailboxes with you?
2: No, no. We kind of, we didn't drift apart. It was just, he went to a different high school. He stopped going to Catholic school because his parents were like, "Mm, Really? So he went to a public school. I continued to Catholic school. He probably did not, you know, smash mailboxes. And yes. well, no,
3: he, he was a lot cooler.
2: Yeah, without oh, no. a doubt. He was a really cool so <laughs> So way um,
0: better things to do.
2: <laughs> much better thing. Yeah, he was probably hanging out with girls. I was hanging out with my buddies in my car in a-
0: bat. Yeah,
2: it's not, there's nothing, you can go back. Should we reference it? I wish I had a reference of which episode that is. But um, was that the last one I told? So it would have been episode 98 or 99. <laughs> I think it was. Was it? No, no, no. no. It was in May. It was, it, was, um, it was the one where Tim, who was hosting this for us, uh, it was our live Facebook Live. I think it was that one. Oh, okay. I think it was that story. So anyways, um, Don's mom bought pizzas and rented movies, and it was at a time where you could do both from the same place. So she called this place, it was called Jim's Video Library. And it was funny because I was talking to my mom about the story this morning, she that is,
3: said- That is a tight business plan, by the way. Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, and I asked her that. I said, did Jim make the pizza? And she said, no. She said, uh, that charlatan. <laughs> so I mean, oh, this guy- Whoa, hey, no, that was Jim. He was not on the up and up. Uh, in fact, when- Sounds you, like
3: Jim might've gotten handsy a few times. No, if
2: you rented movies from him, and they were not movies. They had commercials in them. Like he would just record stuff. Like Jim's library was just this little nook of a store. You, I remember walking down steps. It was on Westchester Pike. And I think there's a key there now. But you'd walk down a couple steps and you would go in. And he had just, it was a small little showroom. And then he had the room behind the curtain.
3: Oh, yeah. Guarantee <laughs> oh. there, there, there was another room that had a Polaroid and a bed with no sheet on it.
2: Very p- past the curtain, very likely,
3: where the so, commercials
2: were made. <laughs> so yes, yeah, yeah. Jim's Jim's video commercials. Yeah, I mean the guy was not not reputable, and but he was one of the first I had ever heard of. Well, I was like twelve, so what had I ever heard of that actually had a delivery service where you could call and say, "Hey, can I get you know um, you know Ernest goes to camp," and they would bring it to you. They would drive it to you. They would deliver it. Yeah. And you could order pizza. So they would pick up pizzas. So for birthday, you would kind of pre um, set all that, you know, I want X amount of pizzas. I don't want this movie. And at this time, blah, blah, blah. So we're all having a good time hanging out. And um, was the pizza pizza any good? At that age, 12 years old is not all pizza. Didn't matter. Yeah. I think all pizza is good at 12.
1: It's as good as they were. The pizzas were as good as the movies. So if you're ordering
2: Ernest Goes to Camp. Yeah, think We were not, I, it was not Ernest Goes to Camp. That's not what we are getting. So we order a movie, and the young delivery driver shows up. He's a young kid. And, um, I don't know, probably like 17, 18. He could drive. So however ever old he was, he wasn't much older than the driving age. Shows up, drops off the pizzas, drops off the movies. So we start eating pizza. We're still having fun, whatever. This is before any movies are put on still playing games and whatnot and then don's mom mrs deal says hey boys it was probably all guys at the party it was because at that age you're not quite at the point th- he's 11 i'm 12 you're not quite at the age to do you know um, uh, mixed yeah unless you're Ian. yeah six years old Six years old. No, six um, years
3: old, then you're having sex. I get it, yeah.
2: 12, but not 11. 11. It's a huge chasm between the two. There's your chasm there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look he at his pajamas. Work. What's that? I mean, look That's at his pajamas. He looks like Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Stand up and model him for us. Let's see him. I, mean, I can't stand up. He can't. Oh, too soon, Kevin. My bad. Yeah. Apologies. So Don's mom says, let's, let's, put the, boys, let's put the movie on. Great. Awesome so they so she puts the movie on and the movie was blues brothers the blues brothers huh? which is a pretty that's racy yeah it's a racy movie right for 11 year olds and that'll we'll come back to that let's circle back to that so she puts it in hits play walks not out of the room but away you know doing what moms do at a birthday party which is you know just get the hell away from the kids. I mean, she's got a house full of, she also has, Donnie was her uh, second to youngest and she had uh, five boys. I think they ended up having a girl much later, but like, so they have a bunch of boys. I think uh, Dean, I think was in the army at this point too. So like a wide array of age and whatnot. So she had done her job as a mom. She was done. She didn't need to hang out at an 11 year old yeah, Wherever. Blues Brothers, you know, whatever. What's the worst you're going to hear? Uh, the F word, maybe. I don't think they even say that, but a couple S's, who cares? What year that movie coming out, Blues Brothers? 70, 77, I think. 79, maybe. It was definitely 70s. Okay. Um, no, it, it would have been when Aykroyd and Belushi were still on SNL because they would warm up the crowd. So I, I would go back to 77. Damn, okay. So um, she pops it in, walks to the back room, probably – prepping the cake, you know, or whatever. Like, Cookie Puss back in the day. Carvel was all the rage. So, fudgy, whoever. And uh, the movie starts to play, and it's clearly not the Blues Brothers from the get-go, because it starts off, and there's this very buxom, blonde-haired young lady, and she's got a um, uh, uh, like, plaid, ooh, yeah Oh, without a doubt, but that's the buxom. But she's like, kind of like plaid tied sort of, and there's a gentleman with a big mustache and a hard hat and tools, you know. (laughs) And immediately they pop out and it's like, whoa! And these are like 11 year olds who all at the exact same time complete the trajectory of puberty. (laughs) And we're all like, so immediately Mrs. Deal runs up in front of the TV and goes, to block the TV, <laughs> which doesn't help because you're kind of what's what's, what I have more pizza? <laughs> so
0: we're hey, all lady, just gonna, lady, get out of the way. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you know. Lady, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. say this once. Get out <laughs> of the way.
3: I'm
2: about to kill your mom. So she immediately hit stop and uh is like mortified, but But going back to kind of Steve's story, Jesse, I would say this is 1987 mortified. These days, that's probably a lawsuit. That's like friendships end and stuff like that. Back in 87, again, I talked to my mom about this story this morning and we were laughing about it. So um, what's her, Joanne, Joanne was her name. uh, Mrs. Deal, Joanne, she fast forward, but not that you could see, Uh, if only, squiggle vision. The good stuff. She's she's fast forwarding. I, I think out of panic. Yeah, I, I think it was just more like, ah, like here's the remote. Okay. what can I do? <laughs> uh, uh, crisis averted, and her eleven year old Donnie says, "Mom, that was probably just the preview because that's what the preview is on the Blues Brothers, and this sweet lady is like, yeah, it probably is just the preview. Thank God, and hits play." Anybody who knows like the trajectory of any kind of uh, adult cinema knows that they start off tame, and if tame is immediately this, yeah, build to something. Where's it gonna go? Well, it, was <laughs> 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 it was building. It was in the middle of the build, and so she hits play, and it comes back on, and it was just like full on, like, every every voice, without a doubt there, Ian, was like, what the every, it was just, like, (laughs) nature videos did not prepare us for what we were about to see, (laughs) expecting to see the Blues Brothers, and we saw this, and we were all just like, and it was like, and... Mrs. Deal's voice just shot through the roof and she jumped in front of the TV again. And at that point, it was, there was no fast forwarding. It was more rip the tape out, yeah. um, you know, throw it the hell out of there. It's, again, Catholic school, we were all in Catholic school. So now we were all going to hell. And I remember the name of the porno, and I've looked it up and it's harder to find now, but the name of the porno was The Carpenter's Coffee Break. And that always stayed with me because, like, my brother and I, to this day, will talk about it. Once in a while, it'll just come up and we'll be like, oh, my God. And, and it was just like this moment that, like, all of us share. When Donnie passed away, I never met his, fian- his, uh, his wife. He had, he had gotten married and I never met her. But I actually reached out to her and I said, hey, listen, I said, I, I don't know you. She knew of me just because of stories and stuff. And I told her the story, realizing this is also kind of weird and like, I don't know this person and I didn't want it to be like creepy and weird, but I told her the story and she said, I've actually heard that story before, which just was like, Ah. so touching to me that like, here's my buddy who, again, we had just kind of, we hadn't lost touch. There was no falling out. It was just, you know, paths go different ways. Yeah, And we, you know, we just kind of separated ways and he got sick and he ended up passing away. But being able to share that with, like, his wife was just, like, kind of, I don't know, there was something about it. It made it just, yeah. it was a very happy little moment, so. Do
0: you remember whether that uh, movie was, like, was it in a Blues Brothers? So it, it was back,
2: if you think of, like, even Blockbuster back in those days, it never came with the sleeve. It came, with, oh, and again, yeah. Jim was not the most reputable place, so it's very possible that it's everyone's, it's, Everyone's moving very quickly, and things yeah. are put back in. This is one of the things I said to my. Are you looking for it, Ian?
3: I found it.
0: <laughs> what did you find? Carpenter's Coffee Hour. Carpenter's
3: Carpenter's Coffee Break on Porn Classic.
2: God. Oh my God, a porn classic, <laughs> vintage porn. Yeah. Yeah. back so It's like, it's like AMC where the guy comes out talking about a movie. You have a guy who comes out in Ian's bathrobe talking about this <laughs> with a pipe. But, um, yeah. So when I was talking to my mom about it, uh, it's just, it's such a funny, goofy little story. And what I always thought was, cause I remember the kid coming back to pick up the movie because, uh, she had, uh, Don's mom had called and said, you know, explain what had happened. And he came in. I remember her just yelling at him. Yeah. And I'm thinking at the time, I'm like, he's some 17 year old kid. Like he had nothing to do with this. This was some sort of error back at home base. Like what 17 year old kid would do this. And then fast forward to now, And it's like, Oh, that kid, 100% <laughs> brought a <laughs> porno. I was like, yeah, here you go, kids. But to this day, uh whenever somebody says hey um you want to take a coffee break i get a massive
0: heart on it, so. <laughs> oh. Oh, <geez. laughs> kevin wrote in his own button that is
2: not i did i i literally sent my button to tim and said this is what it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> trust me carpenter's coffee break we'll post that on facebook ian <laughs>
3: Why was it, why was I muted before you got to your
2: button just in case <laughs> we have to take everything under consideration
3: what a crazy world i mean the 80s just like they had a business where they just like yeah we'll bring you movies and pizza yeah.
2: great yeah <laughs> thanks do you remember do you remember the when you for and and i don't know if this applies for ladies i assume it doesn't because ladies aren't disgusting human beings but that first time you went behind that curtain and oh, it was yeah. just like, oh, what is yeah. this? this is and so then, not
3: only the first time Dance. you behind the curtain, but how many visits to the video store prior to you making oh, yeah. it behind the curtain.
2: Well, well, that was the thing. You couldn't do that to the video store that like you went with your family because yeah. it, you know, it was not that anybody remembered you. Especially working in retail later, I knew like I don't remember any of these people, but at the same time, it was like I can't rent Hudson Hawk with my mom and fear that you know I'll walk in and they will be like oh you know we finally got you know Bionic yeah. Sixteen in <laughs> oh my god
3: yeah yeah no it was a uh, it was a it was a strange and scary place behind that so, well, mine had saloon doors did it really though I, I feel like so. it did yeah.
1: I've never been back there because I could never handle the shame of anybody on the planet, even in a different city, on a, in a different country. I could never, ever have done that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: The overriding factor is hormonal surging um, that overrides every judgment that you're just like, I'll deal with it. Like If I walk back there and my principal, teacher, priest, oh, yeah. and mom are all back there, I'll, I'll yeah. deal with that. Yeah, I'll deal with that when it comes. But I, I must be <laughs> back there.
2: Yeah, it's like a different. It's like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but like for yeah. pervs. <laughs> yeah,
3: the guy who was back there, like wanted to just implode when I walked back there. Like when right. I finally worked up, you know, you just kind of like whatever age it is, maybe maybe 12, 13 maybe that like you haven't seen. I I hadn't seen any more. But like you go back there and you just like. You know, you you kind of stumble back there where you're like, oh, I- yeah, like, oh, I thought this is the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where, where is this section? This is a little different. And then you like quickly just try and download as much as you can, you know, and, and until and then, and then you don't even realize that there's like another guy on the uh, like the other aisle over who's just like just has his back turned to you and just like is just facing the wall. He's completely rigid. <laughs> Just, yeah, just, he's just hoping he's just turned into a piece of wood in front of you. Just throwing himself out of the situation. And then you see him and you're just like,
0: "Uh, nothing, and, and just leave. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, Kev. That was awesome. Uh, before we get to our last story, I want to thank Tim Sapansky for producing this for us tonight. Thank so that's how you Tim. say it.
2: Well done, so I sir. don't know how to say Tim's name either.
0: Tim. It's just Tim. Just Tim. Hey, thank you, Tim. Thanks,
2: Tim.
3: All right.
0: And uh, our uh, final story tonight is from Mr. Ian O'Shea. All yours, buddy. Okay. Well,
3: I will um, continue with this very strong uh, 80s theme that we have going. Wheat. And... Uh, I, this would have to be like 86 or seven, maybe not seven. Yeah, like 86, 85, 86. And um, I'm going to touch on a few things that could be um, a whole nother story. And I don't know how much I've ever said about this, but my mother at one point was dating a drug smuggling pilot.
2: Well, feel one.
3: You um, <laughs> tell? This is when we were living in the, in Mill Valley, California in the West Coast. And she was, um, so I was like, yeah, I was like fifth grade. Um, and he was a pilot who flew, uh, drugs and was a really cool dude. And like a a very exciting guy. I mean, the first pager I ever saw. Don't know that he ever made a call from the house always had a briefcase um
2: you and, think this is 86 you said yeah okay i just want to see if it was around the time of the cowboy uh the cooking cowboys
3: <laughs> um yeah i do know that it w- at, at one point he was busted in, in at, at whatever the time was was um, at the time, was Miami Day. It was like Miami's. Yep. He was part of the
0: Cocaine family. Cowboys.
2: Yeah.
3: Fourth largest cocaine busts. Yep. Oh wow. And it, it was dropped by the state, and many years later, the feds picked it back up, mm-hmm. and he wound up going to prison. Wow. And not before getting in a motorcycle accident, ripping off both of his feet. And oh my go God. And he spent the first three years in prison in the right. medical ward, like getting his Franken feet put it back on.
2: Steve, wow. well done on the closer here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's beating this. That's
3: that's not my story.
2: Oh, oh my god. god! This thing's uh, about to get a me look, his dick got ripped off by a
3: helicopter. So I was riding a bull. <laughs> um, no, maybe it was a Bronco. Um, uh-huh. I uh, uh
2: well,
3: um so, so I was about, uh, let's see, fifth grade, so my daughters, so yeah, I was like 11, 12 years old. And we did a lot of fun things with him. Like he would just like, one day we just wouldn't go to school and he'd fly us to Disneyland or we'd fly to Santa Cruz or um, he'd just say no school and we'd all pile into his Corvette and uh, go to an unfurnished home. Um, but this this was uh, a little bit more of a vacation, or maybe a weekend, and we went out, we drove out to Eureka, um, which was um, more of like weed country, and like the wild, kind of the wild west. And um, and we went and stayed with some folks who I later found out, you know, it did have pretty big weed operation. Nothing crazy, but, you know. Back in the day, um, bigger than what
2: Steve was growing, bigger
3: than what Steve was growing. Yeah,
1: yeah. You mean Robert Windsor? <laughs> Robert
3: Windsor. <yeah. laughs> Purely medicinal, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so we're at this very rural place. Like the guy, like I, I remember, there was like a, a you know very small rinky-dink sort of gold mining operation where they were just panning in the back yeah. of the house, but had like a a bit of a setup, you know, running water through the the wooden boxes down and um, everything was sort of, um, you know, jerry-rigged or just like mountain made, just like, um, uh, I don't know, but like the kind of place that would have a still or, but they mm-hmm. certainly weed and they were like, they were just, you know, um, very simple folks, like, like just had a big huge garden and um you know a bunch of dogs and cats and just like uh, and chickens and goats and um we wanted to Are you sleeping.
2: singing Oklahoma right now? Is that <laughs> what this is? <laughs> no, but is i there just a furry mean, with a French on top, and, and,
3: and they all understand. In, in a bit of a like a communal sense, what yeah. I remember of it. And so there were some kids there that were just like, you know, whether or not they were in school or not, not sure, you know, but like they were definitely feral, like compared to mm. me and my brothers, you know. Yeah. Um, and, Scary. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. And and just like fearless, like the rope swing at the at the you know down at the creek, like the eight year old jumping on it and like flinging out and doing a double backflip and landing on his neck in the water, and he's oh. like you got to be careful because you really got to, you know, thread the needle out there because there's a large rock over there and a root and a car that's sunk down there. You know, like it was like what I was like, I'll just dip my toes. And, uh, you know, just that kind of sense of, of, of things like, just like, and, and they were definitely kind of fucking with us. I think, um, city folk city folk. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Um, Like, you know, we we came up there with, like, shoes and, like, a change of clothes. Yeah. Um, And uh, so that night, we're, you know, we hang out there. And I guess guess I'm I'm trying to make it sound, like, more adventurous and cool. Like, the other thing was that, you know, the other side of the coin was I never knew, like, where we might be spending the night. Right. Or, um, you know am i being looked after like should we be swinging off this rope swing <laughs> like,
0: like, like when you're there you don't know what the sleeping arrangements are you don't know what the or or what or that we're sleeping there like that's not made clear like yeah.
3: going into it you know um yeah wow. and then it's just getting later and like you know like and um it's starting to get a little like i do remember being like well like the house is like there's not like a lot of options here um yeah. and it's like a cabin off the house um, that I guess like my mom and, and and Terry were gonna were gonna take, and so it's clear that like now it's getting like late dark. The kids and uh, us, where we're like sort of given over to the kids, and it's like, all right, you guys, you know, everybody's gonna call it a night, and you guys are, you know, sleeping in the in the hayloft. So, you're like, oh, okay. Um, Okay, and it's
0: you and two of your brothers.
3: Yeah, but like I don't, I don't remember my big brother like being there. Now, if I was in fifth, like he would be in eighth, and like he was just, he often would just be like, no, you know, it's like I'm not, I'm not doing anything with you. I'll stay home. I'll stay home, and my mom would just be like, fine, (laughs) be like fine, be like, "Uh." um. And uh, so we go to the barn where there's like literally like a lantern, like one of the like the older kid who's like you know maybe f- fourteen. He's got like a lantern and like a kind of a sweet setup there. And then the and then there's like hay and like you know sort of quilts and like horse blankets and you know just like like where a- around like where a like where a hobo would sleep like. Oh um, How many kids were there? Do you think? I, I really, I think there was just like two other, two other boys and me and my younger brother, so like okay. four of us total. And my younger brother would have been like in third grade.
0: Oh uh, wow! Third or fourth, grade. little. Yeah. yeah,
3: little kids. And you know, kind of fun, kind of cool. But then, like, I was always um, very particular about, certainly about like sleep and like a, you know you know going crazy like a, a safe warm place to sleep
1: um that's, that's insane yeah yeah, yeah. privilege yeah. I'm, I'm
3: now, spoiled i'm now i'm now um fairly committed to a 12-step al-anon program um
0: and uh, I, wonder, I wonder
3: why <laughs> God, i have many issues but like as i like when i when i thought of the story i'm always i'm always like oh that's a good story and then i start telling it and i'm like hearing it and i'm like
2: no dude you're Irish they're all good stories (laughs) it's just the way it is
3: so so we get up there and in the hayloft and and like you know okay made made a comfortable spot and I'm lying there I think with with my brother are there animals in there that's a fair question um downstairs you know there's like um like maybe a horse. And like I said, like a, a goat or two, Okay. you know, um, certainly chickens are just kind of.
2: Yeah. He covered this, Steve. If you remember the Oklahoma joke that I told that was hilarious, uh, this was covered.
0: I'll listen to it on YouTube. Yeah. Just play it back.
3: It's fine. (laughs) Um, and so it's now getting dark and we're getting tired and like, people are starting to fall asleep. Like even my younger brother and stuff. But I notice that there is like in the now I'm seeing in the top of like the, the barn is like a pretty good size like bee's nest, hornet's oh, nest.
1: Okay. Oh no!
3: As the, as it gets darker and colder and you know um, not I see that I don't see a lot of activity, but now it's getting darker and now there are bats.
2: The yeah, barn. that's what I was gonna say.
3: Yeah, there, bats there are, Without, there in there a barn. Hell yeah in the place, and now as time progresses, and this is just, you know, the memory of a 12 year, that now I'm hearing howling and like coyotes, there's definitely like an owl. Oh thing. my God. And like.
2: Well, uh, that's what gets you Steve, the owl, not the bat, <laughs> not the coyote. <laughs> no, Whoa,
0: the, coyote. An owl? the coyotes got me. Oh, okay. It could have been the it
3: dogs, could have been, you know, like, but like obviously everything is just like, I mean, it's like a movie, like everything's right here. Yeah. And I spent the first sleepless night I've ever, you know, I ever had up to that point, like, that I recall.
2: How's your brother? Is your brother just out?
3: Yeah, yeah. And he's always had that ability. Yeah. That. And you know,
0: blissfully unaware. That swooping up.
3: Yeah, also just, yeah, just like a gypsy at heart, like he truly is. So he was just like, yeah, we're good. I think I even like, he was always my saving grace. Like if, if my, Um, dad wasn't home uh, on time from work Um, like he would often show up to home after I had called the fire department police um, you know because he wasn't there and we were gonna be left for good for sure Um, Aiden was my younger brother was always the the voice of reason calming me down I couldn't I couldn't get up I I couldn't like I didn't know where to go I didn't know who to talk to Mm -hmm. animal noises So I had, through the night, and I mean, if I had fallen asleep for 40 minutes or at some point or something, but I mean, I just sat, I just laid there all night, like watching and listening to all these scary sounds. Oh my God. Um, By dawn, um, I had wet and crapped myself.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> the wet is fine because you're in hay; it sops it
0: up. Crap. So oh, I, yeah. I didn't yeah. even
3: know enough where. With all like go up just over to the side of the hayloft. I was just like literally frozen, and and in in the morning, um, like as things were just progressing, like we were just going. I, I just what I recall is like getting out of the hayloft and like waddling. And literally, getting into the car with shit in my pants, oh. and just like, let's let's go, please, let's go. <laughs> I just, just drive.
2: I'll just I'll just be in the car. Well, we're gonna have breakfast. I'll be in the car. That's <laughs> fantastic. As as people are all stuck at home and can't go anywhere, at least we're not in a hayloft
3: pissing oh. hitting ourselves. We're not in a hayloft with shit pants and a, and a pee. That's right. So I just wanted to bring the Just General Mood up.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, uh, you guys, for doing this. This has been terrific. It's been fun. Thank you again, Tim. And um, we'll see you on YouTube and hear you on SoundCloud.